What's going on guys and welcome back. I said uh, 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 uh. welcome back to another episode of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast and today we have an incredibly an incredibly important topic and we are going to be going over how to ditch the all or nothing mindset. You see, I am probably one of the most all or nothing people you will ever meet meet. Like genuinely, I have hit the fuck it button, you know that great big button that says fuck it, I'm just going to go in here when it comes to going nuts on food, missing training, I've hit the fuck it button more times than you can even imagine. I remember the first time that I ever got like lean, like actually got shredded. I used to have my uh, quote unquote cheat days, okay? Um, <laughs> they were horrendous. I would quite easily slam like 7,000 calories, 8,000, 9,000, 10,000 calories in a day. I remember literally setting myself the challenge to eat a thousand grams of carbohydrates in a day, which for anyone who's tried to eat a seriously, seriously high carb diet, that is an a mind-blowing amount of food. Um, these cheat, cheat days in the past that I definitely think have led to uh, not necessarily an eating disorder, but definitely disordered eating. Um, over the years, um, it's led to me binging horrendously, horrendously at times to the point where I've been, probably been over the toilet, like being so full, I physically want to be sick. Um, and I've probably never actually really shared that. So um, one of the reasons I wanted to put this po- podcast together is all of this kind of all or nothing uh, approach to everything genuinely had me. Uh, I found myself at <clears throat> 102 kilos, feeling like a fraud. My confidence had hit rock bottom. I felt like I was just ultimately living the life of a fraud because I was this so-called successful personal trainer. Um, I was always the fit guy at school and I found myself overweight. And ultimately, I just felt like I had so much potential left untapped because I can manage to stay fairly consistent with my training, but I can never stay consistent with my nutrition particularly. And this is something that I massively see over and over and over and over again with the other like-minded, driven and ambitious kind of um, people out there who are looking to look, feel and perform at their very, very best. You see... The problem is your all or nothing mentality will serve you in incredible, incredibly well in some areas of your life. In fact, I would put my all or nothing mentality down probably to actually building aesthetic strength in the coaching and the business that I have to the point where it is. But it has massively hindered me in other areas because what get what gets you to where you are won't necessarily get you to where you want to be. And this all or nothing mentality has massively served me well so far in uh, the business, for example, but it won't take me to the next level because there's only so much time you can just knuckle down, knuckle down and grind. But it's massively held me back when it comes to reaching my full potential, particularly kind of physically. Um, it's meant that I've had yo-yoing on and off when it comes to my nutrition. It's meant that I've kind of been on and off at sometimes when it comes to my training. Um, and ultimately, it just leads to you not following through and you end up self-sabotaging. You end up getting in your own way of progression. Okay. And the biggest thing is that this eats away at you because you know that you're capable of so much more because you get a glimpse of it when you start to build that consistency and this consistency starts to compound and then basically you end up hitting the fuck it button, self-sabotaging and not following through. And it ultimately leads to you going back to square one, maybe not all the way backwards, but 50, 60, 70, 80% of the way back and then you have to rebuild. And then maybe you get 10% further than where you were last time and then you hit the fuck it button and you go backwards. And every time it takes this massive dramatic effort to kind of get back on track, get back on the wagon and start to see that progress again, has you just thinking like, hey, if I could just stay consistent, oh my God, I'd be unstoppable. Oh my God, I could reach my full potential. And still to this day, I feel personally that I have so much untapped potential because I wasted years and years and years and years of this kind of 
making good progress to take two steps back because it was like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And it wasn't until I started to operate out of consistently good rather than occasionally great that I really started to see exponential progress when it came to my physique, my performance, my personal life, my professional life. Because one of the biggest problems is, and I want to relate this obviously back to training and nutrition and your physique development, your performance development and your health and fitness journey at the end of the day. Because if you're listening to this, you are most likely a driven and ambitious individual who is looking to look, feel and perform at your very, very best. Okay. Now, most training and nutrition plans, they actually set you up to fail before you even start. All of these fads, these one-off programs that you're potentially looking at, I've just literally had a consultation call with someone and he tried like a dozen different fad diets or, or protocols over the years. They set you up to fail before you even start because the whole goal of them is to get you quick, rapid results. And meanwhile, that's great. You buy into them, you realize they work, but they're so restrictive, they're unrealistic, you cannot stick to them for the long term. So you see the wins, but you can't stick to it long term because they're unrealistic and they're setting you up to fail. Okay, so then you fall off track and then you look for the next fad or you restart again so that you have to buy it again. Okay, yes, they can be useful because they're tactical, they're short, short term, they're short term. But what you need after is the strategical. So you have to realize that if you suffer with an all or nothing mentality, the tactical is only going to take you so far before you have to understand and realize the strategical, which is going to allow you to stay in shape for the rest of your life. So these are some of the problems that we're facing realistically the solutions that we need to learn is one learning how to work with your all or nothing mindset i personally see my all or nothing mindset as an absolute weapon of fucking mass destruction okay because i have it in my back pocket if i need to knuckle down and i need to go to fucking town and i need to do some hard graft I can do that. I know I can. So I can learn to push and pull and I can learn to work in sprints and utilize this all or nothing kind of superpower that I do have. Okay. But on the other side of that, it's learning to control it. Okay. So that when you are all in, amazing, but you don't end up all out. You still end up in a good place. You reset your baseline and we need to operate out of that consistently good, not occasionally great. So it's learning to push and pull between incredible all in and then where you're kind of off is and setting your baseline and setting your standard okay alongside this one of the biggest things that you do have to realize is that you will have triggers and you will have warning signs and these are sometimes the things that we need to understand that can cause us to end up all out or all all or nothing okay and when we can start to see these we can start to see trends we can start to see patterns we can start to see warning signs and then we can be proactive and ultimately we can then limit the amount of time that we spend of nothing or all off or off the wagon so that we can be on it more of the time or be at good more of the time okay another kind of solution that we're looking to kind of build is basically having personal systems and um systems and algorithms that you can then have when you see these triggers, when you see these warning signs that allow you to work with your all or nothing mindset so that you have your own protocols and systems that work for you so that you can continue to level up and get the results of a lifetime. And ultimately, I want to break this down into a couple of different sections. I want to break this down into training. I want to break this down into nutrition. I want to break this down into kind of lifestyle and then sort your mindset. And then just some kind of really, really simple action steps for you. Because whenever someone listens to this podcast, if you're listening to this now, I always, I always want you to come away with something valuable that you can actually implement into your life straight away. So when it comes to your training, I'm going to kind of give you three simple steps that have worked really, really well for me. Okay. 
And some of these might contradict themselves a little bit. I'm going to be very, very open and honest with that. But it's about picking the ones that you believe is going to work for you and then trialing them because there is no one size fits all program. There is no one size fits all protocol. It's about finding what works for you. So I'm going to give you ideas and it's up for you to go and implement these these into your life. If you want help implementing them, you want help finding out which solution is going to be work best for you. Hit the link in the show description, book in a call with me, drop me a message on Instagram. We can have a chat about things. And this is exactly what we do. We help people look, feel, and perform at their very best. We help them find and build the personal systems and strategies around their training, their nutrition, their lifestyle, their mindsets, their sleep, their habits, their recovery, so that they can reach their full potential. But when we're coming to our training, the number one thing I believe is actually set yourself up for success. Okay? Less is sometimes more. There is this massive misconception in the fitness industry that more is better. Okay? If you have an all or nothing mindset, sure, you can go all in but then you'll end up all out. Sometimes because it becomes unrealistic, it becomes unsustainable and it's so painful and difficult that you can't actually stay consistent with it. So take a step back, go back to ground zero. I right now only weight train three times a week and so do so many of my clients, but they learn to work out effectively and efficiently, okay? So strip it back and build momentum. When you're looking to break your all or nothing mindset in that all or nothing kind of cycle, it is about momentum, 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 momentum. So strip it back to what is the minimum that you can do every single week that is going to move the needle forward. Is that two sessions? Is that three sessions? Whatever it might be, set your baseline and then build on top of that. If you do four weeks of getting in three sessions every single week comfortably, look to add an optional fourth in, okay? And then over the next six weeks, let's say that you get that optional fourth session in five out of six weeks. Hey, look, you could probably afford to push things to four sessions a week. Great. Push things on four sessions a week and you build consistency there. Okay. Now I actually want to kind of throw in a little bit of a run or something. Once you start from ground one and you lay your foundations, then you can slowly build on top of things. Okay. So think less is more and build momentum. Okay. The next thing is setting your minimums and your maximums for the week. Okay. One of the biggest things that you can do is set your standards, set your minimums and maximums. So for me, my personal minimums and maximums, the minimum is what I know I need to do to maintain my results from my training and a physique perspective. So for me, that is making sure at a minimum on a weekly basis, I get two runs and I get two workouts in. No matter what, no matter where I am, what is going on, what is going on in my life, how busy I am, I get two runs and two workouts in. That is my personal standard. I've drawn a fucking line in the sand. It doesn't matter what is going on. That is what I do. Okay. You need to get very, very clear. What are your realistic minimums that you need to implement? And you need to draw a line in the sand and say, this is my fucking standard because your body is a representation of the standards that you hold yourself to. So Draw your fucking line in the sand, set your minimums. On the alternative of that, what are your maximums? If you have a week where you have a bit more time, you're having loads of energy, you feel like you want to fucking get after, you feel you want to use that all or nothing superpower, what is the maximum you push to? For me, that's four gym sessions and three runs, okay? That's my maximum, that's seven sessions. If I do that, holy fuck, I'm killing it, okay? But I never push more than my maximums and I never go less than my minimums. Okay. Sometimes I will look at my week and I go, do you know what? This is a crazy busy week. I've got a lot going on. I'm just going to make sure that I hit my minimum. That's okay. But if you start having too many weeks that compound, you're hitting minimum, 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 minimum. You probably need to look at one. Are you doing this for the right reasons? Two, is your why strong enough? Three, have you got the accountability? And four, is your time management in the right place? But that's a conversation for a whole different day. So set your minimums and maximums, set your standard and hold yourself to it. Okay. The last thing, again, this is going to be a little bit contrary to the kind of above two points, but just turn up daily. 
Okay, this is something that I have been doing recently and it's really worked well for me. Turn up daily, even if it is just for five minutes. That's a five minute jog. That's a five minute, I do fucking 10, 10 squats, 10 sit-ups, 10 lunges, 10 press-ups, 10 pull-ups. I don't know. Turn up daily. Condition success. Once we have created a habit, is it about conditioning that habit to make it autonomous? So we don't have to think about it, like brushing your teeth, okay? But the more that you can condition success, the more that you can turn up daily, the more likely you are to seed. No one ever had a really good training session then was shit with their nutrition. Once you train and you turn up daily and you do something for your future self, no matter how long it is, no matter how short it is, it will automatically put you in a better mindset. So if you struggle with that all or nothing mindset, potentially try just turning up daily. Sometimes being all in is easier than being no in. Okay, so even if it's five minutes, all right? Hope that was useful. Guys, throughout this episode, if anything really resonates with you, I'd love it if you could drop me a message and let me know. So now... I'm going to move into uh, nutrition and I'm going to break this up into a couple of different sections because but for me personally, nutrition is the big one that I have struggled with um, over the years. Now, first things first, number one, slow and steady wins the race. Okay. But what you can do with this is you can take your time for the long term, but you can break that long term into intervals. And I've used this with a number of clients in the past. And there's actually quite a lot of science that really backs it up. You can use the 5-2 approach or you can do it 4-2 as well. We do 4-2 with our clients just because our training phase, phases work in six weeks. We go four weeks. We go absolutely all in. We diet aggressively. We train hard. And then we take two weeks at maintenance. And we go, look, do you know what? Go and have a bit of flexibility. Enjoy some foods you like. Don't train quite so much. Make sure you still hit your minimums. Okay, you hit your personal standards. But hey, the goal right now is maintenance. So we're actually practicing maintaining. We're practicing out of operating art consistently good. Not occasionally great. We're occasionally great for the four weeks and we've operated good for two weeks. And this conditions the practice of maintenance. Okay, so you can go four on, two off, five on, one off, five on, two off, whatever it might be. But you can work in sprints and then rest. Sprint, rest, sprint, rest. Can work really, really well. Number two, something that really helped me with my nutrition was actually intermittent fasting. Now, there is nothing special about intermittent fasting. It's not going to change all your hormones overnight and all this shit, okay? What it is going to do, it's going to condense the eating window. I would label myself as, I hate it, but a a, a foodie, as you would say. Um, I like food. I have a big appetite. I always have. I was always home, like big home-cooked meals um, and different things like that, but Intermittent fasting allows me to eat bigger meals, so I feel fuller, so I feel more satiated, okay, which then means I'm not going and picking and eating more, so I can wake up in the morning, I actually love breakfast, it's one of my favorite meals, but it's one of the meals that I could probably actually skip the easiest, because I wake up and I'm not actually that hungry, so I push my evening meal back, there's no special kind of hours, like 8, 16, whatever it might be, it's just wherever best suits for you, for me, I normally eat breakfast between kind of 11 and 12, and I'll eat my last meal kind of around between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m., Okay. One thing to remember when you are doing this is just remember the hunger scale. You do not want to let yourself get too hungry or too full. Okay. Imagine your hunger on a scale of one to 10. One being I'm so fucking hungry. I could eat a horse. 10 being I'm so full. I physically want to be six. We've all been there after the dominoes, after the cookies, after the Ben and Jerry's. Okay. If you let yourself get too low on that, you're setting yourself up to want to go and eat everything in sight and unleash the nothing mindset okay if you let yourself get too high on that spectrum you're probably overeating so our goal is to keep ourselves within kind of like a four and a six okay so you can use intermittent fasting but don't try and delay your eating window too much or condense it too much because it could set you up to fail okay 
Now, the third kind of tactic, I suppose, when it comes to nutrition and your all or nothing mindset is calorie banking, okay? For me, I was always really, really good throughout the week. I found it quite easy. I'd eat similar food, I had structure, but when it came to the weekend, that's where I went off track. And that wasn't necessarily because I ate shit food. I just ate a bit more. I ate more calorie dense foods because maybe I had a drink, maybe I went out for food and things like that. So it wasn't I was eating shit food. It was just the calorie density was a little bit higher. So I knew that my weekends were going to be a little bit higher. So what I would do is I would purposely restrict my calories, probably 10 to 15% throughout the week, banking 100, 200, 300 calories. I would save those up and I would spend them on the weekend so that I could afford to have slightly more calories on the weekend, but allow myself to still stay within a weekly calorie total. Okay. Um, Honestly, calorie banking is an absolute game changer. It really, really is. So a couple of little, uh, that's more like kind of some strategies, a couple of little like rules or tactics that I bought in for myself and just non-negotiables. Um, one, never have two low quality meals in a row. If you do this, trust me, you will stay in shape. Okay. Next one is slow down when you eat. Okay. If you genuinely actually give when you slow down, slow down when you're eating, give your body time to respond, time for your brain to send your stomach to send signals to your brain and tell you you're actually full and you're actually satisfied put your knife and fork down between mouthfuls have a sip of water slow down enjoy that meal and trust me it will be a lot more filling okay when you're eating and choosing your food to eat think high volume think filling foods think fruits think vegetables bulk up your meals think food volume and then choose satiating foods such as potatoes such as rice okay such as proteins and this will again will allow you to stay more consistent okay and then just a little phrase or a thought process or a frame to kind of work with when it came to my nutrition was actually just eat for energy okay i love feeling like i have energy okay i love feeling good and every time sometimes when i would be thinking do i want this do i want this sometimes i want a lower quality meal and i'm like how am i going to feel after this am i going to feel sluggish am i going to feel slow am i going to have brain fog and i'm like probably right, I'm gonna have the other choice because I wanna feel good. Sometimes, you know what, fuck it, I wanna have that meal. But just thinking about eating for how I want to feel and the energy that I want to have has been a nice little frame that has really worked for me kind of definitely recently whilst I've been traveling a lot more as well. So as we move into lifestyle, I hope all of this has been useful. Um, Again, like I said, please make sure that you let me know, okay? When it comes to lifestyle, again, there's three kind of major frames here. The biggest one for me is operate out of 80%. When you have an all or nothing mindset, your all in is normally like someone's fucking, your 80% is like someone else's all in, sorry. Okay, so what happens when you're all in and then something happens and you're giving 100% and I don't want want people to take this as don't work hard because you should always work hard, but you should always have room to give a a little bit more just in case life happens. Okay, sometimes shit gets in our way. We have a family emergency, work project, uh, training ramps up, we get an injury, all these different things. Sometimes you need that last gear to be able to shift up if you need to. So when you're planning out your day, when you're planning out your week, when you're planning out your month, think about operating at 80% output. Because if something pops up, you've got energy, you've got time to be able to give to it. Whereas if you're operating at 100% and then you try and squeeze something else in, Maybe you're there at 110%, which means you're then accumulating debt further in the week, which then means you end up tired, you end up fatigued, your energy takes a hit, and ultimately it ends to you, leads to you falling off track and hitting the fuck it button and going completely off track. So operate at 80%, plan and execute at 80% so that if anything does creep in, because it will, life happens, it means that you've got that extra little bit in the tank if you need it, okay? 
the next kind of two kind of entwine number one is have always have a fucking plan okay know what you're doing when you're doing how you're doing it set yourself up for success okay when it comes to your all or nothing mindset the more decisions that you can remove the more likely you are to succeed set yourself up for success our willpower our quote-unquote motivation is like a muscle the more you use it the tighter it gets this is why most people don't slip up on their nutrition first thing in the morning it's more likely to be at night when you've used your brain to make all these decisions what time am i going to wake up am i going to snooze the alarm am i going to brush my teeth go for a shower what am i going to do what am i going to wear what socks am i putting on shoes am i putting am i going to drive am i going to walk am i going to get a bus do i stop at this light do i not stop at this light where do i park what tea do i want a coffee do i want do i want milk do i want sugar okay what am i starting with at work okay you can see the amount of decisions that you have to make without necessarily thinking about it on a daily basis the more that you can eliminate these decisions the fresher you will keep your willpower for when you need it okay so plan like a motherfucker plan everything to the t all right and the last thing is just always have a goal okay for me particularly when i don't feel like i have something to work towards that's when my motivation or my consistency takes a dips because i feel like i'm almost training for no reason okay so i always have a goal even if that goal is um right now i'm training out of consistency to lay my foundations for my next goal and my next goal is roughly this i'm not 100 sure but i know that this training phase here is going to be critically important for me to be able to get the most out of that but always have some kind of a goal that you're working towards now I'm now going to move into mindset, okay? Now, I know people don't like mindset. It can feel a bit voodoo-woodoo, but if you can control your thoughts, you can control your actions, and if you control your actions, you control the results, okay? Now, number one is having your own, knowing your own personal warning signs and then having systems or algorithms that you put in place when those happen. So, an example of this, two of my massive warning signs are number one, as soon as I feel like I have to motivate myself to do someone, I would class myself as a, I hate the fucking word motivation, but a very motivated person. I don't have to think about getting myself to do stuff. It just happens. I enjoy it. Okay. I don't have to think about training. It's just something I do. I don't think about having to eat healthy. It's just something I do. I don't have to think about working hard at work. It's just something I do. Okay. The second I'm like, come on, Simon, you've got to write some content. Come on, Simon, you've got to film a podcast. Come on, Simon, you've got to train today. That is like a whoa, 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 warning sign. Hang on a second. What is going on here? Okay, and I work it backwards. Okay, how's my how had my nutritional choices been over the last X Y Z? Okay, great. My food quality slipped a little bit. Algorithm, right? Increase food quality. Make sure you go to the shop and get good, high quality foods in place. Right, uh, energy's low. I'm having to motivate myself to do this. Uh, shit, my water intake's been really low. Algorithm, make sure you go to the shop, get a big bottle of water uh, before you go to bed. Leave the big bottle of water on your desk so that you've got that there, and you know you will remind yourself to get hydrated. Okay. Um, yeah it's just knowing your warning signs another one for me is like if my sleep quality really starts to dip i know that that has a direct effect on everything else so algorithm no caffeine intake the next day make sure that i get an early night sleep and also schedule in some downtime for that weekend so i can actually rest recover and unwind okay but start to think about when this all or nothing mindset does flare up and you do hit the fuck it button what were the warning signs and then what can you do what are the personal algorithms that you can build to be able to then deal with that in the future okay and this kind of lays into number two which is just understanding your triggers okay for me the triggers um very vulnerable share here and i don't think i've ever shared this is like if i feel lonely sometimes i will try and escape from that with food okay and i know it is not good it's not healthy and it is not the best relationship with food but if i feel lonely that is when i'm more likely to slip up with my nutrition that's a big one for me okay another one is i'm okay with stress actually that doesn't really bother me um 
I deal with stress quite well. It's not massively true. And the bigger one for me is lonely or like overwhelmed, like feeling not kind of good enough or I've got too much to do. People are complaining, stuff like that. People just, I can't keep people happy. Okay. I've got a big lover. I like to keep people happy. I like to make people feel good. Uh, And when someone questions that or says I'm maybe doing something for the wrong reasons, um, it's a trigger for me and I can kind of try and escape it with food. So understand your triggers, understand where they can come from. And then again, build those personal algorithms. So if I know I'm going to have a quiet weekend where it's probably just me, I'll stay nice and busy. If I do have food in the house, I'll make sure it's nice, healthy food. If I do have a treat, I'll make sure it's a small treat or something like that. But understand those triggers and see where they come from because then you can put in algorithms to be able to deal with them, okay? Now, two more here. Learn to push and pull, okay? Learn to go all in and learn to pull. If you are tired, if you are fatigued, don't keep the fucking foot on the gas because your accelerator is only as potent as your brake. Okay, you have to be able to slow down sometimes to speed up. Otherwise, you will end up hitting the fuck it button because everything becomes unrealistic, unsustainable, becomes so fucking difficult that you just, you just in that moment, you're like, I can't do this for the next three, six, nine, 12, 10 years, whatever it might be. So you just go, fuck it. E- the easiest thing right now to do is hit the fuck it button and go, or just go completely off track because I know I've got to get back to the grind tomorrow. Okay. So learn to push and pull. If you're tired, take some rest. Okay. If you're struggling to diet, take a couple of days maintenance. That's absolutely fine. There's no rush. Okay, and now this is a really big one from a mindset perspective. If you want to get into incredible shape and you want to make sure that you maintain it, there is right now two versions of you. There is the version of you that started this transformation journey. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to feel like this. I fucking hate it. I'm unconfident. I don't want to take my top off, whatever it might be. You are in pain. Okay, you do not want to be that person anymore. And you have this vision of version 2.0 of yourself that you want to be. Okay, version 2.0. Now, I want you to imagine this on a line. And those of you who are watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see the line. Okay, on the left hand side here, we have where you are at the start of your journey. And as you start to progress along the journey towards version 2.0 of yourself, you get further away from the old you, the old you that was in pain. Okay, the old you that was back here. And you get further enough away that that person you used to be, it no longer motivates you because you're further enough away from that person. You start to feel good. You get people starting to notice results. Your clothes are fitting better. You're feeling more confident. You have a bit more energy, but you know you're capable of a lot more. But basically you get complacent. Okay. You get complacent. And this is why people yo-yo diet. People then start to drift backwards. They start to drift backwards towards where they were. Okay, to worlds where they were, where they were in pain, and they get close enough again, not all the way back, but they get close enough again that it starts to motivate them. Oh, fuck. Uh, My clothes are starting to feel a bit tighter, not quite as confident as I was. Shit, 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 shit. I need to make a change. They get motivated again, they get kickstarted again, and they get further enough away from that version of themselves that they're no longer motivated by it. But they know they're capable of more, but they get complacent and they start to drop the ball again. They start to go backwards. And they end up in this cycle of kind of going between 50% of the journey and 20% the start of it, okay? When you get further enough away from the version of yourself that you were, that it no longer motivates you, you need to kill the old version of yourself. Kill them. They don't fucking exist anymore. And this sounds absolutely savage, but if you truly want to become the person you want to be, you have to adopt a new identity. And that new identity is version 2.0 of yourself. It's Simon 2.0, Billy 2.0, Sharon 2.0, I don't care. It's version 2.0 of yourself. And this is the version that you see yourself as in the future. I will be the best mum, the best dad, the best partner. 
I will lead from the front. I will set the example. I will be a role model. And you need to use that as your motivation to continue to push forward, to continue to raise standards, to become the very best version of yourself. Because going back is no option because that version of you is dead. Yes, okay. For you to genuinely, and you, you can probably hear in my voice how passionate I am about this because I've, uh, it's only probably in the last kind of six months that I've kind of been able to articulate this a lot better because I struggled with that for years. I'd yo-yo back and forward, yo-yo back and forward, and I get to the point where I was comfortable and I get complacent, I go back and, oh, fuck, I don't want to be there anymore. And I get again. It wasn't until I genuinely just went, that's not me anymore. I'm version 2.0. And you can create 3.0, 4.0, 5.0. And one of my favorite questions to ask people is, if you had a fight with yourself from 12 months ago, would you win? Okay? If I had a fight with Simon from a year ago, I would kick his fucking ass. Okay, and every year there should be a new and a better version of you, whether that be physically, psychologically, emotionally, intelligence wise. I don't care. You should be a better version of yourself every single year. Okay, and that is the goal if you ask me. Okay, so I just want to leave you with a couple of action steps. Okay, three digging this down into kind of three main points that I think will be really, really important. Okay, set yourself up for success, think about operating at 80%. Okay, ask yourself the question, what can you do to turn up daily? Okay, that isn't just necessarily training wise, that could be nutrition, that could be for your mindset, that could be for your family. What can you do to turn up daily in some way, shape or form, even if you're not perfect, but just turn up in some way? Is that a morning walk? Is that a morning routine, an evening routine? Is that just your water? I don't care. But how can you turn up daily in some way for version 2.0 yourself? And then the third one, it's a little bit of a harder one. It's getting clear on those warning signs, understanding those triggers, and then actually creating your own personal algorithms off the back of them. Because that is what will set you up for success. Because if you can understand it and then you can have algorithms, it will allow you to implement them and get incredible results. So guys, I want to leave you with three questions because I like questions. Uh, all my clients laugh because I love a power question, okay? That's what I call them. So a power question. What part of yourself do you need to kill off, okay? And if you're if you're somewhere, like, please grab a pen and paper right now and, like, genuinely write these questions down and have a little write about them. Get it down on paper. The more you can put something down on paper, it's more important. So what part of yourself do you need to kill off, okay? Why do you need to do this, okay? And then the last one is if you can successfully learn to work with your all-or-nothing superpower what does this mean for version 2.0 of yourself okay i'm going to repeat those three questions because they're really important i'm also going to leave them in the show notes what version of yourself do you need to kill off why do you need to do this okay and then if you can successfully learn to work with your all or nothing superpower what does this mean for version 2.0 of yourself guys it has been an absolute privilege i hope this was useful okay you've got 30 minutes uh, of me absolutely ranting on there but guys it's been an absolute privilege please 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 if you know of anyone who you think could maybe take a lot of value away from this podcast if you found it insightful please let me know i'd really really appreciate it and if you want help implementing in this to you this into your life then just drop me a dm or hit the link in the show notes and just book in a one-to-one call with myself we can talk about where you are right now where you want to be we'll have a little insight into your training your nutrition your lifestyle and basically we will come up with a fail-proof plan for you to be able to get into incredible shape for life okay if you want our help awesome we'll get the ball rolling if not that's absolutely fine you'll have a free plan to go and implement yourself but team i will see you in the next episode please 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 give this a share and give me a tag on social media lots of love catch you later